1: Welcome to Entitled to Miracles with Rev. Deb Phelps. Every day you are presented with opportunities to choose either love or fear. Would you like to choose the miracle today? You can, and Rev. Deb is here to help you empower yourself to live to your highest potential through the practice of A Course in Miracles. Now, here's your host, Rev. Deb Phelps. hello
2: everyone and welcome to another edition of everyday attraction you have got your fielded sisters here I hope that feels good to you it feels good to us this is Ray and this is Heather and we're happy to be with you for another romper room law of attraction romper room <laughs> um, we come together every week to talk about the law of attraction through the through the mystical magical teachings of Abraham but really we use them as a launching place for us to really understand the co-creative process that we are here with source being us as us. Let's fi- let's figure out it's only it's only you and God here it's, the rest of it's illusion from what I'm understanding. <laughs> only you and your inner being are having this wonderful metaphysical romp so we welcome you to the podcast. How are you, Heather?
3: Oh my goodness, I'm good. I'm really experiencing all of um all of it, right? The contrast, the pleasure, the joy. I this morning I was channeling and it was so delicious and so delightful and just feeling, it was weird. I had this experience of feeling my body as in a different way than I've ever felt it. It was like, oh, this this physical thing. It's not just this bag of bones in skin with muscles and joints and cells and DNA. It's like every single, part of me is source. It was just this really cool experience I had this morning.
2: Wow, that sounds like something you can take to the day and remember that feeling. That sounds fantastic.
3: And it's so nice to be able to look at what's working and what's not working and remember the parts that are not working, helping me to gain clarity about what is because boy, have I had some contrast. And I'm so thankful for Abraham and these principles throughout it.
2: (laughs) I hear you. You know, what I've really been experiencing is this understanding that you can enjoy the journey even when the crap is hitting the fan and i and i've sort of gotten that for the first time in a in a long while i I'm, I'm getting it really clearly that you know you can have 10 things going wrong And we've heard Abraham say this over and over again and if you focus on the one that's going right all the others just have this way of magically working themselves out and I've sort of stopped trying to put all the fires out or I said to my friend the other day I'm just letting the bubbles pop I'm not trying to keep all the bubbles in the air you know um Heather and I as you all probably can guess we've got a lot of things going on family work much like you all friends lovers husbands all that kind of good stuff And, you know, I tend to kind of get in there and try to keep all, I just kind of lightly keep the bubbles up, you know, oh, keep up, keep up. And oh, look at that bubble's about to, you know, I keep, and then I thought, you know what, just let them, let them fall, let them burst. Let's see what's going to happen. And it really has sort of shifted my attention to, to, to really the only focus I have is finding my center, finding my receiving mode, which is what we're going to talk about on the podcast today. And that's really my only job. And then really watch what the receiving mode brings me instead of trying to, you know, manage all these uh, other things that are going on. So I've stopped uh, running around being the bubble blower.
3: <laughs> okay, so when you say bubble, what's the bubble? Because for me, the bubble is my, my aura that I use as my protection and vibrational protection. So when you say bubble, what do you mean?
2: So instead of keeping the balls in the air, which felt a little bit like heavy, like I'm juggling all the ball. I'm not, I'm not really that heavily juggling, but I do feel like I've got, like here's this little situation that's in a bubble and this little situation in a bubble and they're, they're all kind of floating and I'm, and every once in a while when something looks like it's in trouble, I go and I fluff it up, you know, I just kind of blow on it, make sure it keeps in the air. So I've got all these kind of universes of things going on and I'm running around a little bit, you know, too much, running around trying to keep everything going. And it just occurred to me, as like, well, why am I working so hard? It's really the universe that's orchestrating all this. And maybe the universe would be okay with some of this stuff just going splat, <laughs>
3: You know? Right. Well, and it kind of reminds me. First of all, I just want to clarify. Um, I loved how you said we had all the things going on: lovers, husbands. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely not um a polygamist. <laughs> <Husband>. <laughs> I don't have lovers and husbands. So I just yeah, you know,
2: whatever. Was just I was I was saying one of us has lovers, the other one a husband. That's all. I'm just clarifying. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so. Just a little backtracking, and and just to um, talk about what I was going to say, and my one of my clients and I were talking about that this morning was about getting so specific. You know, it's not our job to get specific. It's like we just ask for what we want vibrationally and energetically, and let the universe provide it for us in the divine timing um, that is none of our business <laughs> and not in the way we're expecting it. Right, so we don't have to micromanage it. Exactly, exactly. And you know, the theme of
2: our, our podcast today because we like to to focus on. Um, certain delicious things that we get to, to nod on a little bit here is this. What's the remedy to overwhelm? So, if we've got all these things going and, you know, we're, we're in this mindset that we're somehow orchestrating it and we have this illusion that we're the ones that have to keep things going or we're the ones that have to bridge all the gaps. And it's really easy to slip into overwhelm. And I think that Abraham presents us with, um, a really beautiful understanding of the metaphysical or the metaphysics underneath what we think is going on when it has to do with turning thoughts to things, how things come into our reality from the non-physical. So I, I thought it would be fun. Heather found a wonderful track that um, accentuates this point, but I wanted to speak a little bit about what they, these wonderful teachers, and if, if you're listening to the, the podcast for the first time, we talk about Abraham through the teachings of Esther Hicks, so it's abraham-hicks.com, and, um, and we follow them relentlessly and, and lovingly, and they're so fun to to watch this whole this whole thought and process evolve over time, and lately, they have been saying it's all about being ready to be ready. And what that means is you're not here to do it. You're not here to figure it out. You're not here to set it up. You're not, you're just here to like, you're, you're kind of got sort of that, you know, and you're in the baseball, it's baseball season, you know, you're out, out there in the field and, and you're waiting for what might happen and you, the bad, you're the batter, you just kind of ready. Or I like it also in tennis too, where you're sort of ready for the ball to come. You don't know where it's coming. You're not sure where it is, but you're ready to, to lob it back beautifully over the net. And I think this ready to be ready is enough work in and of itself, you know, it's yeah. enough.
3: Right. And you're never gonna be actually ready. It's kind of like I think about having a baby. We're never really gonna be ready to have parents, have kids, no matter when it is. But we just <laughs> we just need to just be ready to be ready. And it just such it takes the pressure off for me.
2: Exactly. And when we're just in this stance of of being ready to be ready, we're we wanna move into what they're calling the receiving mode. Now there's some some pretty deep stuff they've been talking about recently. Not deep in the sense of serious, just deep in the sense of trying to slow it down and really understand the mechanics of what they're talking about because they started talking a few workshops ago about the fact that we think we think our thoughts but most of the time We're receiving thoughts. And actually, that's the prime co-creative stance to be with the universe. You want to be receiving thoughts from your higher self, your inner being, your collective consciousness, your God self, whatever you want to call it, because those are the thoughts that have the most clarity and the most fun and the most joy and are the shortest distance between where you are and where you want to be. So it's really kind of fun to have this idea that my job is to be ready to be ready to receive what it is that my inner being and my higher self is guiding me to. But if I'm busy thinking the thoughts and making the to-do lists and writing and, and pushing against and complaining, there's no room to be in the receiving mode. I'm thinking thoughts. And they said in this track, and we're going to play it in a moment, but the only time you're thinking thoughts is when you're in contrast. Step one, they call it. So you have an experience and you're feeling it, and you're thinking it, you're like, this is what I don't want. I don't want this. And here's what I do want. So you're in the active thinking mode. But after that, from what I'm understanding, and this is new information, folks, this is, this is the first time they've sort of set this. After that, you just want to be in the receiving mode because really now it's about being receptive to what source is set up for you after you've had the clarity.
3: So I'm. I think I heard it differently. So I'm excited. So after we listen to the track, let's talk about it again.
2: Good. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna cue it up right now. And again, this is from a recent workshop. Do you remember Heather, where you pulled this track from?
3: I think this one was from San Diego.
2: Okay. Wonderful. Here we go. Well, the overwhelming won't happen unless you get
0: too engaged in trying to present thoughts within it. If you could for a little while and play with this because you're really ready to understand this because you've been receiving thoughts in this way for a long time. If you can just, even before you're acknowledging that you're overwhelmed, but certainly if you find yourself feeling a little caught up in too many moving parts, make a conscious statement that says, this is the receiving mode for me. This is the receiving mode because what's happening is you're beginning to project your own thoughts and your own thoughts have enough resistance within them you see nothing ever feels confusing unless there's contradiction within it so you could be so adept at this that we've been talking about that you could just get up and jump right in and you could be right there we're not suggesting that you really have to go back to the beginning every single time but what happens is when something happens that causes a disruption in the force so to speak then it's important that you do get back to that central place and reminding yourself that you're still the receiver we know We say you are the creator of your own experience, and that makes you think, well, then I must be the thinker of my experience. That means I must be the controller of my experience. We're going to say something to you that we've never said to you before, not in this emphatic way, and as you hear it, it's going to solve this for you. Step one is when you define the specifics of what you want. That's when the projection of your thought because of what you've been living really, really matters. But beyond that, once you've projected the thought and once source energy has received it and law of attraction is, is acting upon the gestation and the increasing and the evolution and the evolving of that thought, from that point forward regarding that thought, you are a receiver, not a projector of thought. Wow. Wow. And so once you get that, then you'll start noticing, oh, it doesn't start going sideways unless I'm getting overly involved in less than harmonic thoughts.
2: All right, let's just nibble on that for a minute, because that was kind of a pretty big breakthrough for them. Right. Right. Because up until now, up until today, I thought that I was way more involved in the thinking.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I kind of want to talk about this because I can hear it two different ways. And so um, I want to see how you're hearing it. So they're saying up until, so you're, you're projecting that thought. And then once you project it and the universe receives it, then you're complete. And now at that point, you're just in the receiving mode. You're not projecting anymore. Um, Is, is that because, because you've already asked for what you want and that's it? Because
2: now any thoughts you project are laced with resistance and are going to slow down the process, right? So you can imagine you want to be an open valve rather than shooting water through the valve because the water is resistant. So when you think thoughts, just because we're on the planet and having all these experiences. They're laced with resistance. They're laced with momentum from other things. They've just got a lot of noise in them. But when we open up our channel and just receive thoughts, those are coming from our high self. They're clear, they're concise. And I had a real visceral experience of this this week. Of course, Spirit is working with us, right? And I was thinking about this and I was saying, you know, Spirit, I really want to have a tangible experience of this. And so, you know, I'm going about my way, ready, being ready to be ready and I'm meditating and I'm trying to chill out and I'm, and I'm not, if there's a thought that's bothering me, I'm walking away from it. I'm not working it out. Um, You know, I'm doing all this stuff. And then I had a meeting with somebody in my business and this meeting I could feel was different than all the other meetings I've had probably for the last month. And there was this energy going on in our connection and there was the answers. I knew that I was in the receiving mode and I could feel it because I stopped thinking thoughts. And I started to receive them as a channel. So I was receiving thoughts and then speaking them, receiving thoughts and speaking them. And he was then doing the same. And there was this pop, 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 pop. And suddenly there was all this clarity and all this momentum. And I swear to you, in that hour long meeting, about 10 of the desires that I have had on the hooks, like I want this, this and this, all popped off and said, ready, ready, ready. And they were so easy and it was beautiful. And I thought, ah, that's that experience of stop trying to think it, just allow it. And um, but there was still there was still a conversation going on. But I was receiving thoughts and speaking them rather than thinking thoughts and speaking them. Does that make any sense?
3: Yeah, it's it's kind of like the I guess the point that I'm um, thinking about is that we really speak vibration. So we really don't need to be sending out like micromanaging the universe saying okay universe remember i want this oh yeah did did i tell you i want this and over here i want this and like, just always following up like i do with my children <laughs> right did you do your homework yet how about now oh and those dishes need to be done and then i'm like did you do the dishes yet it's it's almost like i'm micromanaging my kids and i think i'm supposed to micromanage the universe but the universe once i send the message vibration to the universe it's got it it's not going to forget it it's not going to change and it's already done, right? And then the other piece is we don't have to verbalize the things that we want because vibrationally, we're already expressing it. Exactly. And so that was one of the things that was kind of exciting about this guy that I'm dating. There's only one guy that I'm dating, by the way. Um, this <laughs> this guy that I'm dating, I think something in my head. And instead of me asking him the question, he actually... So I'll think in my head, I wonder, blah, 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 blah. And then he'll go, oh, da, 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 da. And it's me. It's him answering my questions. I never asked it. I just vibrationally sent the request and he responded to the answer out loud that's the receiving mode that is
2: the receiving mode. And and it it's wonderful and fun, but we're not supposed to be in the receiving mode 100% of the time. So again, this is that vortex conversation. It's not about always being in the vortex, but it is good to know where you are. You know, are, am I in the receiving mode? And I think you put it so beautifully and so succinctly. It is when we get into that micromanaging of our universe, whether it be in our situation, in our children, and our job, and our relationships, and we're just kind of running around trying to manage our thoughts. And so what they're saying is, okay, you're in overwhelm, up with the white flag, Uh, be willing to walk away, be willing to stop action, stop pushing, stop making things happen, stop making calls, get off the bloody phone, nap, meditate. I mean, they have been really focused on meditation lately. I mean, it is
3: like just that they just especially just they say the lack of thought. So meditation being that which you are not thinking about anything, right? Go listen to the dripping faucet. he and she they were saying which was really interesting because one of the um one of the participants was saying i listen to the vortex meditations every day because they have they put out those vortex meditation i don't know a couple years ago now with the four the four different audios and they said that even a lack of thought is more powerful than listening to the vortex meditations
2: exactly they really want us to flatline um to just not be in the mode so however you can do that how whatever works for you, there's no one remedy. But however, you can stop thought napping is always fun too. But they really like you to be conscious and stop thought to be consciously aware and stopping thought. And I think there are a gazillion ways to get there. But it is that sort of numbing feeling or that detached feeling that you get. I feel it now very viscerally, when I'm able Now I'm not able, maybe I'll meditate for 15 minutes, but I'll only maybe be in that place for two to three. It's I go out of it and I end of it. I hope to get better at it, but I do understand when Esther talks about that detached feeling, like the the thought has stopped, um, and it's it's not easy to do for some of us because we're such wonderful thinkers, and that's not a bad thing. But I, I did love the clarity of this and some of the new information that was popping in about, um, you know, this idea that when you're in overwhelm, you really are thinking again.
3: <laughs> Thank you. You know. Right. There's no way we can be in overwhelm in lack of thought and completely in alignment because overwhelm is down at number um, 11 on the vibrational scale. Yeah. And yeah. at number one. So we're about 10 clicks away from source at that point.
2: But I think the big aha moment in this is them saying you're not the thinker, you're just the receiver and you want to make sure you're listening to the right channel. Like you're listening to the right, you know, dial. (laughs) You want to be honed in on your, um, on your source energy. And I just thought that was, that kind of blew my hair back a bit because I
3: thought I've been working so much on honing my thoughts and projecting my thoughts. So, but, and that's the part that confuses me because I believe that a lot of people are continuing to think all the time so what does that mean you're not the thinker it means yeah you tell me
2: you're available you're available so you can't be full of thoughts and available right so it is that place oh, yeah. of
3: yeah so you can't be you can, okay so if i'm going to the grocery store and i bring a bag a bag but in the bag is a bunch of stuff i can't put groceries in the bag because it's full right right So i can't be thinking a bunch of stuff and then receive i either have to receive and not think at the same time is that what you're saying
2: yeah and, and it is it is a vibrational stance it's an energy stance it's like oh i like the grocery store idea because that that works for me so let's say you're going to the grocery store and you have this list of stuff you have to get right and the list is based on all the stuff that's going on in your life so you're you're pushing through the grocery store based on your list instead of showing up at the grocery store with an empty basket and you be guided as to where you need to go what aisle what stuff and you're being pulled through it rather than pushing
3: does that make any sense so you I mean that yes of course that totally makes sense but when they say you're not the thinker anymore it's like but so many people think thoughts no matter what and you're just saying I thought you were saying you can't be in the receiving mode while you're thinking.
2: Well, it's, it's more about um, your thinking, but you're the it's coming from your higher self, the thoughts are coming to you, you're not projecting them. And it's a very subtle thing only
3: in receiving mode, not in because we can be thinking all day long and never receive because we are thinking the thoughts that are negative, what's not working, blah, 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 obsessing loop thoughts, right? All of that. It's not what you're it, exactly,
2: because the basket's full, right? You can't put yeah. anything more in there. So maybe it's it's easier to talk about this idea of how to be ready. To be ready is to sort of have this open basket, to not really be concerned or determined, but just have that sort of readiness stance and and live in the expectation that your inner being is so closely connected to you and is is guiding you on such an intimate and specific level that you that you can't miss. There is that sort of um stance of of really expecting the information to come and you know this this is pretty pretty advanced stuff in my in my estimation because we're so used to being in it and trying to turn thoughts to things and um to to build this opening and I, but i've heard a lot of teachers talk about this a lot of beautiful spiritual teachers talk
3: about just you
2: know be the opening be yes. be the
3: space um, right, and Wayne Dyer calls says getting in the gap. It's like be in the space between the words, between the letters. You be you just be, and it's 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 the be versus the do. You don't have to be doing anything because kind of we're taught to do life. It's I call it do have be do do the activities. Do elementary school so you can do middle school. Do middle school so you can do high school. Do high school so you can do college. Do college so you can get a job. Get a job so you can work your way up, and so that you can have house and a family and life and vacation and stuff, and then you get to be somebody, be important, be special, be proud, be excited. And I think it's the other way around, be, have, do. Be first as your first focus, be present, be open, be connected, be available. And then you can have inspired action, you can have collaboration, you can have joy, and then you get to do inspired action from there, right? So then you can do your activity. And so I think what you're saying is if we're so busy doing thought, do thought, do thought, do thought, we can't be receptive or be open or be in, in the receiving mode.
2: Exactly. You nailed it. And there's this idea, though, of doing thought. You're not actually
3: physically moving, but you're doing thought. You're Well, I think most people do. I mean, me working out – you know, a drug and alcohol rehab, and seeing the tremendous amount of people who are doing drugs and alcohol in order to calm their mind because they try to numb their mind from all the thinking and obsessing, the OCD, the anxiety, the overwhelm, the um, depression, all of that. I mean, we are doing thought way more than ever because because the stream is sped up. We're, we're moving faster.
2: Agreed. And I think what we're learning from these leading-edge teachers is that to really be productive, quote-unquote, to really transform thoughts to things, We want to be an openness, an open, available, and then when the energy comes in, and you'll know it, it's clear, it's perfect, it has a momentum to it, then you act, then you move. But, you know, it it reminds me of, you know, your experience of channeling. There's clearly a different experience you're having when you channel than when you're doing Heather in the world, right? And I'm thinking that what they're calling us to do is to be more in the channeling mode, like, bringing through and then be Heather or be Ray in the world as that.
3: And I think that comes more and more and more. Like I can, I can be in channeling mode in the world way more than I used to be.
2: Yeah. I feel that way too. Um, But now that I know that that's the most efficient sort of way to be in the most, and that's the happy trail, that's where everybody wins. (laughs) You know, it's, it gives you, it gives me more incentive to be there. Um, but, but I have to shake off, like I'm just seeing a a vision of a dog with water on its fur and just shake. I have to shake off the do mode, the make it happen mode. And I've even used the law of attraction to feed into that. Now you've got to make your thoughts do this. Now you've got to make your thoughts. Now you've got to transcribe your thoughts to do this. And it's more of the
3: do mode, right? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I kind of look at it like trust. You know, if we trust our inner being and the universe and our connection to it, We don't have to do much at all except for um, raise our frequency. Um, But if we're not trusting, then we have to like micromanage it, you know, and and we better, oh, I better do it. And that's kind of that OCD thing where a lot of people say, oh, they have to do this and have to do that just right and just perfect or else everything's going to fall apart. So it's to me, it's like a trust versus um, a lack of trust.
2: I agree. And I'm really seeing now that I can misuse spiritual principle, you know, I can misuse it. And I can take what feels like the fundamentals of it, but I'm still not being in the receiving mode. And And it, a quote came to me in my mind when you said that, and it's a Bible quote, be still, be still, and know that I am God. And be the stillness. I think for many of us is challenging because when you have an issue, when you have to pay rent in thirty days, and you know where, you don't know where the money's coming from. It's not easy to be still and know that I am God, right? Because you got a little bit of that frequency going on on the planet that says, "Get to work, girlfriend. Go, go, go. Make it happen. Push, shove." So I do think you're absolutely right. It is that faith, that trust that that is in the stillness, the answers and the resources and the rendezvous points and the people will come. And that's, you know,
3: I'm not a, um, I've never been religious or followed a religion, but there's some, you probably know the scripture, there's something about faith, the size of a mustard seed, move mountains or something like
2: that. Exactly. Jesus said that. Um, and so it doesn't take much to open up the whole world. And it is that stillness that we want to reach for. That's our centerpiece. And how you get there is really your own joyous journey. We're never going to be able to tell you exactly how to find that stillness, but I know that you know it. I know that you've had the experience of it. And what we're hearing from these beautiful teachers is that that is the receptive mode. That is probably the most action packed mode from a non-physical perspective that you could be in (laughs) because then you can move on the inspiration that comes through. You make yourself available of that which is moving you forward and what I love about it and I had again that visceral experience from that meeting I was telling you about is that there was such dexterity and ease and right after that happened I got off the phone and I got in my car and I was on my way to the next appointment and um I I sent a text to Heather because a car pulled up in front of me at the stoplight and the license plate said hooray which is you know h-o-o-r-a-e so spelling it how I spell it so it said hooray (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it was and it was the number two which looked like a Z so it's hooray Z, which is my name and I just laughed out loud because it was again part of that receiving mode where the universe sort of winks and nudges you and elbows you and says see we told you <laughs> we got you girl we got you <laughs> we're even talking to you through bloody license plates? <laughs> So I took a picture of it. I'll probably post it on one of the blogs because I just thought it was so funny. Hooray! I think it's going to be like my new handle or something. But, um... But again, I think that we'll see signs more and more that we're in the flow. So we've actually come to the end of our our romp, our Law of Attraction romp. And I I hope that you heard something in these moments together that will inspire you and delight you and keep you in the receptive mode. And Heather, I love you and thank you for being on this joyous journey together and for being in the contrast Mm. and still, um, you know, being of a broader mind to know that all is truly well.
3: Oh, you're so beautiful. Thank you for co-creating at its finest and being this most amazing person on the planet. It's good to know what we know. And
2: as we always say every week, feel good sister and brothers. See you next time.
1: Thank you for listening to Entitled to Miracles with Rev. Deb Phelps. Listen in every Friday at 9 a.m. Central as she shares more of her personal journey in the hopes of inspiring and encouraging you along in yours. Healing, happiness, and love are yours already. Embrace your true self and recognize it is so. You are entitled to miracles.
2: 1 p.m. Eastern on Affirmative Prayer Activating the Power of Yes Only on Unity Online Radio The Voice of an Awakening World